Two, three. <laughs> what? What are we doing? Okay, hi guys. Welcome back to Talking to a Lesbian. I'm here with Jordan and Sarah, and today we're talking about the five love languages. Hi. <laughs> hi. So that was Sarah and Jordan, um, and we're gonna. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through each love language and kind of give an explanation of it, and then give some examples of how you can incorporate that into a relationship. <clears throat> And then we're also going to talk about what our own personal love language is. Fair? Not gift giving. Why not gift giving? <laughs> I don't like it. Why? Because I don't like it. I don't like getting gifts. I don't like giving gifts. It's just not my thing. Does it make you uncomfortable? No, I just don't know how to do it. And I don't know how to receive it either. But kind of explain that because I think for some people, like when, say, you know, somebody's love language is gift giving, which Sarah, I think yours is gift giving, it right? Is. Yes, it is my love language. Number one, gift giving. <laughs> <laughs> so in that situation, you know, being that like you feel like you're not good at it, um, it kind of explain what that's like for you because I think most oftentimes, like if that's our love language, we feel like if you're not wanting to do that or you don't like it when we do it, that, you know, maybe that's something about us that you don't like and not necessarily about the gift giving. So kind of explain why that's not your thing, why you feel like you're not good at it, that kind of thing. So I don't not like her because her thing is <laughs> gift giving, first of all. Um it is an active thing that I have to think about if I'm ever someplace instead of just a, oh, hey, I saw this and I just got it for you. Like, I have to actually look and be like, oh, okay, this looks like something that I guess she would like. I guess I'll get it. But there was one time that she brought home lemon um, candies and I had just started to diet. And she's like, look, I got you these lemon Kit Kat candies. I thought you would really like them. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. I'm on a diet. Um, but thanks anyways. And so I didn't actually eat any of them. She ended up taking them to school. And then she felt very invalidated. And I had to tell her after. I do very appreciate the fact that you remember that I prefer lemon desserts. I'm sorry that I'm on a diet, but I do appreciate the gesture. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like lately I've been trying to go a little bit more out of my way. And I do call it out. Like I bought her ice cream the other day and we were getting ready mm -hmm. to hang up. And we actually hung up the phone and I called her back and I said, yeah, ice cream, gift giving. I just did that right now. And she just kind of laughed and was like, yeah, thanks. I, I got that. Thank you. Uh -huh. And so... Um, so a little bit on my side, I am an acts of service person. Mm -hmm. Um, gift giving for me is zero on my scale. Like I don't apply to it in any way. When you take the quiz online yeah. and do whatever, um, I have zero points in gift giving. I have the highest points in acts of service. Um, the next after that is physical touch. And then, um, the two last, after that that are usually pretty equal are uh, words of affirmation and then time uh what is it quality time quality time so um as far as the acts of service thing it's more 
you know, hey, I noticed you were having a bad day, so I know it was your turn to do the dishes this time, but I just decided to do them for you so that you can have a break tonight. Mm -hmm. That goes so far for me Mm -hmm. because it shows you are paying attention to what I'm, I I don't want to say going through at the moment, but like, Mm like maybe my mental state and like the shit that I went through at work or whatever. You just notice that I've had a hard day. So you're just going to take over, take something off of my plate so that it's one less thing I have to worry about. And she doesn't do acts of service whatsoever either. Hers is the lowest on acts of service. So her and I both struggle with each other's. And so it is an active thing that you have to think about for both of us Mm -hmm. it's not something that just comes naturally so it is a little difficult um i'm going to get the cat off of the table now (laughs) um i'm just gonna say like i agree i think it's really interesting that jordan and i both have kind of opposite love languages um so like like she said her zero was gift giving and her number one was acts of service and i'm the opposite zero acts of service and number one gift giving Um, And I think what it is, is like, your love languages is how you show love naturally. It's usually, like, how you were brought up, like, how you relate to people, how you show people love or want to receive love without having to think about it, without having to try. So, to me, with gift giving, picking someone up something on the way home or really planning special, like, birthdays and spending a lot of time is just a very natural way that I show love. Right. Um, and so how Jordan mentioned, like, she's trying to be a lot more intentional with gift giving. I feel that I have to be the same with acts of service. Like, it's not something that I just naturally think about that, oh, you know, I love her. So I'm going to clean, like, do the dishes or I'm going to do something for her, um, that I normally wouldn't do because I'm recognizing she's having a bad day. It has to be like a very intentional effort Mm -hmm. for me to do that. And what I think works with us is that our middle ones are compatible. So like if you could see us right now, we're sitting on the couch and we're, you know, our knees are touching or, you know, we like say that we love each other. Those come really easily because we both have those as like our second and third ones together. So those are ones we don't have to work on. The only ones that we have to really be intentional with are our opposites. And I think it can be hard. Like it would be really ideal if you were, matched 100% with someone in love languages like sure that would be easy but I don't think that that ever really happens um you know especially if you're not an acts of service person because so many people are um but having that where you both have to be intentional about it I think it can be kind of nice because you both are really putting in the effort for it mm-hmm. but I mean you bring up something interesting about like your middle ones being the same so for me Anytime I've heard about the five love languages, I'm like, well, you know, shoot, I'm all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all of them. I, I don't think for me that a relationship without any single one of these would be a very fun one. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, it's important to just always be aware of your partner. You know, if they are having a really hard day or if they're sick on the couch, you know, take care of the house and the responsibilities and pick up where your partner's lacking or, you know, um, if you see something that reminds them of you, um, or that reminds you of them, (laughs) like get that for them and, you know, show them that you were thinking of them or, 
you know, telling your spouse that you love them, that you care about them, that you think that they're the most amazing person. Um, like those are important. Um, physical touch. If you never physically touched your partner, Mm -hmm. that would maybe be an issue. Um, and then which one am I missing? Quality time. Quality time. Yeah. If you never spent quality time Mm -hmm. with your partner, that would also be an issue. So I feel like when I, when I hear about the five love languages, I'm like, I can't even pick a number one. I can't pick a favorite because I think they're all important. And I, and I agree. I think maybe you should take the love language test. And like, obviously, they're not like a, the be all end all for how relationships work. Um, but I interpret it as like, what is the most ways that you'll feel love? So like, since mine was acts of service is like zero, um, if I'm sick on the couch and my partner picks up while I'm appreciative of it, I'm not going to necessarily recognize it right off the bat as like, oh, they're doing this for me because they love me so much. I'm recognizing it as like, oh, hey, I'm sick, so they're doing it. But gift giving, I recognize that as love. She's sick. I get her yellow Gatorade, chocolates, (laughs) maybe some flowers, and she loses her mind. It's it's gift giving. (laughs) Right. Like that's that. And like people think of gift giving, gift giving gives a bad rap. So I'm sure we'll talk about that in a second. But like that's the kind of things that I am like, oh, she cares. She loves me. Like that's just how my body interprets it. My brain interprets it Um, versus her. Like if I were to go out, which I've done and like, oh, I got you this special Gatorade because you're sick. She's like, oh, thank you. That's just kind of like what I expect you to do because we're together. But if I were to go and like organize something or get fill up her car with gas or you know clean the whole house because she's sick and I want her to wake up to a clean house she's not in her head really vigorously right now in her brain she'd interpret that as oh Sarah did this for me because she loves me so much it's just kind of the opposite like I so I think you need to have all of them Mm -hmm. and you do have all of them in a relationship it's just which ones Make, is your the, brain... make the biggest impression on you it yeah. is really the thing it's what is going to set your heart on fire when your partner does this and i do fully believe that it has something to do with your upbringing because you've said multiple times that you know your mom would bring stuff home for you and that i mean all the time when i go over to the house your mom's like oh i got these for your classroom and i'm like oh uh, okay cool that's weird But that's their thing. I got these for you. I thought of you, blah, blah, blah. I would sometimes come home from high school. Um, I was in marching band and it took up so much of my time. I would come home and my mom would be like, hey, just letting you know, I did all of your laundry and I hung it up for you. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I don't have to do it. That's so nice. I love you. Thank you. And it's just it's how you were raised sometimes and sometimes it's just what does it for you even if it wasn't how you were raised maybe it was a lack thereof and your family never did it for you and so you hone in on it with your partner you know I never got anything from my parents in terms of gifts I'm not saying me personally but you know I never got anything gift wise from my parents and so I really want that out of a relationship because Mm -hmm. that's something that I lacked in my life so so if you never got a gift ever, like for Christmas or your birthday, uh, because I, I just got wait, you wait, presents wait. for your birthday. Wait, wait, wait. So 
But that's what I was saying. It's what makes you happiest in your day-to-day life. Of course, you know, holidays, birthdays, stuff like that. You expect those things from friends, family, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you a gift. You give me a gift. Like, that's (laughs) just, it's what you do on things like that. Yeah, totally. I love getting gifts at Christmas, but that's because it's Christmas. Mm. It's that's just what you do on Christmas. But I'm when you're in your just day-to-day relationship and I got a whole lot going on, I'm not going to be like, "Oh, you got me flowers. Now suddenly my whole day is better." Like that that doesn't really happen. It's more, "Oh, you took out all the trashes and you vacuumed." I love you. Thank you. That Again, it's one less thing that I got to fucking worry about in the day. And that's what really does it for me. Yeah. Or, you know what? Let's go cuddle on the couch. Let's go out. We just went out to Applebee's yesterday. Called her up. Hey, I just want to go out to dinner. Let's go have dinner at Applebee's because why not? Yeah. So the quality time, again, words of affirmation, the I love yous, mm-hmm. all that stuff. That's totally up there. I'm not completely lacking in the gift giving when I feel like it's appropriate, which is why birthdays and Christmas and all that stuff comes up. So she is never without gifts. (laughs) It's just, again, the whole, oh, I was at Target and I saw this and I thought of you. That Mm -hmm. isn't always in the forefront of my mind. It's never in the forefront of my mind. I go into a store. I get the thing I need. I'm out. I don't linger. To, to do our opposite, like, love languages, we have to be thinking, how can I make my partner happy? Like, that's what it is, right? You you do gift giving when you're intentionally like, okay, I want to show Sarah that I love her. I, here's what I'm going to do. You know, like, I do acts of service when it's it has to be very intentional because it you don't naturally go into Target and get something. I don't naturally come home and do extra chores or do extra things. And I struggle with acts of service because sometimes I think things are acts of service and they're actually gift giving. <laughs> so like I remember She's like, I went to this I went to Starbucks and I got you Starbucks. It's an act of service. I was like, no, that's a gift. You you gifted me Starbucks. And she's like, but I went to Starbucks. I'm like, yes, that's no different than you going to Target and getting me something. I was so proud of myself. It's still a gift. <laughs> But to be honest, I don't necessarily see what her and I have as a bad thing because when she does do an act of service, I'm like, wow, you had to go out of your way to do this. And it almost makes it makes it seem better, I guess is the best word I can come up with. If I give her a gift and it's something that I don't normally do. I would hope that she would think, oh, my God, she doesn't normally do this. She doesn't think about this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to actually view this gift as a lot better than I probably should because she did go out of her way to do this. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way about acts of service, too. If she yeah. intentionally goes out of her way, that tells me, holy shit, she loves me. She decided to do this. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than someone who I am compatible with and does acts of service, well, then we just have a really fucking clean house at that point because we're just doing acts of service for each other. And I mean, that's awesome. No gifts. No gifts just ever. <laughs> just just clean house all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's the thing that I want is a clean house all the time. You know, I would love for, you know, um, 
me and the person I'm with to just like always keep the house clean or like, you know, but, but I, I still think they're all so important. I think if I had to pick one that like sets me on fire though, I feel like it would be a tie still. I feel like a tie. Can it be a tie? There's, there's a lot of people that are equal in all of them. You, you're not alone. Trust me. I'm pretty sure my mom said that she was all of the above at one point. My dad is none. He's nothing is important to him. He's none of them. We've, we've already talked about it. Like I asked her, I was like, does he do, you know, quality time? She's like, no, we never go out anywhere. Well, how about touch? And I, we did agree that like touch is probably the one thing, but he doesn't like to be touched by anyone but her. Like he barely started like accepting hugs for me as like a norm. Mm -hmm. He's just, he's not a physical person. He wants to chill on the couch and do nothing. Right, he did. But that's quality time. I think and that's also like within the love languages, you how you interpret them mm-hmm. is very different. So what's considered quality time, especially quality time, what's considered quality time to one person is not, is not quality time to somebody else. Well, so that's what I want to get into. Um, like if we can explain what each of the love languages are, because I think for people who are listening, um, they might not know what theirs is they might not understand what each one is um so do you guys feel fairly confident in explaining what they can be interpreted as yes more so in the ones that i am but (laughs) (laughs) yeah um do you want me to start no i can start i can talk about gift giving for the whole podcast well no i just want Uh, all of them so i can talk about all of them and you can talk about all of them gift giving is um one of the five love languages and i think it can be a lot of people interpret it as like big like expensive or like Mm -hmm. anything that you have to buy Um, And kind of how I view gift giving is that it's just the other person's thinking about you. It's the knowledge that you're on your partner's mind or you're on somebody's mind um, and that they've put thought into things. So it doesn't always have to be buying something. Like she said, you could pick me a flower. Love that. Write a little note. Like anything that for me, gift giving is like the acknowledgement that even when I'm not with you, I'm still being thought about. I'm still on your mind. Mm -hmm. So it can be anything. And then in terms of like big holidays and gifts, it's I think it's more about like the thought put into the gift than the actual gift itself. So I think a lot of people with gift giving, they don't really care how expensive it is and they would rather get something that they would actually like and that shows that the person giving the gift really knows about them and cares about them and thinks about them mm-hmm. versus something expensive. Um, so like I would rather get something personal than, you know, $2,000 ring that I don't really like. Yeah. So that that's, that's I think, gift giving in the nutshell for me is like, I mean, it's one of the reasons I broke up with my ex-wife. She gave me a really bad birthday gift one year. And it was oh, just I like, yeah, I remember that story where I was like, oh, well, mm, yep, it's done. You don't know anything about me. You don't care about it. Wait, so when when I make lunches for like my spouse and I put a little note in there that's like really cute, is that a gift? Yeah, that's a gift. How is that a gift? Because you're thinking about them when they're not there. So in terms of gift giving, it's not quality time spent because you're not spending time with that person. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily an act of service either. When I think of gift giving, I think of something tangible. So you're giving that person a note that is a tangible object that lets them know that you're thinking about them. 
and I was cracking up earlier because when I think of gift giving, for some reason, the only thing that pops into my head is a little crow that keeps on bringing you little shiny things. <laughs> <laughs> like, for some reason, that's what crows do. And you said that you wanted one because of that reason, that you wanted a crow because all it does is it goes off and it finds the little shiny thing and it brings it back to you. Because it's thinking about you and it sees a shiny thing and it goes, oh, you know who'd like that? Sarah. And then it brings you the little bobble. That's all I, a little crow brain. That's all I need. And so I also, side note, the other reason I hate gift giving too is because I view a lot of it as like knickknacky stuff. Mm -hmm. I hate knickknacks. I like to have a very, uh, I don't want to say empty house, but like minimalist. everything, yeah, a very minimalist house. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your set decorations, nothing else is on them. You potentially maybe like change it out. <laughs> you potentially change it out for holidays. But other than that, the the bar that I have that they are pointing at right now, it never changes. I have the same decorations on top. That's it. I have the decorations to give my house the the personality that I think it needs. But other than that, I don't just have random crap everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so when I think of gift giving, that's why it makes me cringe because I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this now? Keep it. Because all <laughs> I want to do is throw it in the trash. But I really love you for getting it for me anyways. But what do I do with it? I just need a crow. No, you need a crow. Will you okay. Tell me Anyways, yeah. Let, well, let, yeah. Let's do acts of service. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, I touched on it already, but uh, acts of service, anything from doing stuff around the house, um, you know, getting someone gas. I did all the grocery shopping for us so that you didn't have to. It's doing an act of service to take one thing off of one less thing off of their plate. Mm -hmm. So that they can either focus on other things they've got going on or they can just relax for that day because they, you know, you know, they've had a hard day. Um, hey, I charged your switch for you. Hey, <laughs> I, you know, it's it's just it's random stuff like that. It doesn't have to again, just like the gifts, it doesn't have to be super big. It could be me coming home. Um Hey, I hung up that painting that we've been wanting to hang up for a really long time, and I I know you haven't had a chance to do it, so I just did it anyways. Yeah, that would see that would make me anxious because I would be like, oh, what if I hang it and she doesn't like where I hung it? You know, so maybe I should wait for her, and so she could tell me where I should hang it. You know, that that would go through my mind. So like certain things like the dishes, or you know, the trash, or going doing grocery shopping, like those are things that like I would think, but like like personal things and I think that comes from you know myself too is like if I want to do something I kind of want it done a certain way and so if somebody goes and does it for me and then they don't do it the way that I want it to be done then I'll be like oh like I appreciate it like so love that you did that for me um but let's can we change it you know <laughs> well and that's how I feel like about gift giving I buy everything for myself my bar is fully stocked of everything that I need, any other random crap, video game-wise, computer-wise, whatever, mm -hmm. I buy all of my stuff myself mm -hmm. because it's things that I want. So if I ever want to give her a leg up on a, a potential gift, I have to tell her, and then I have to resist buying it myself. 
to give yeah. her the opportunity to buy a gift. This way, if it ever does happen and she does get me that gift, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh my God, I wanted this. I told you I wanted this. Now I have something to do with it because mm-hmm. I wanted it for this reason. Mm-hmm. So like I came home the other day and I was like, hey, uh, GameStop has a sale going on right now. I'll buy you a Switch game if there's something that you like. Mm-hmm. So that was like my form of gift giving for her. It's like, hey, I saw this thought you would like something and now you're addicted to the game i bought you Mm -hmm. so yeah okay so what is so we did acts of service gift giving what about words of affirmation uh words of affirmation are just affirming with the other person how you feel so lots of like i love you i care about you like you're important to me um that one i'm not like i don't I don't think like any other weird specifics. Can it be interpreted another way? Um, I don't even necessarily. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I don't even think it has to stop with stuff like that. It's just general communication in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot of couples are great at communicating. So if you can constantly be able to do that, I would even take that as words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Affirming in any way through communication how you feel about your partner so it it doesn't just have to be stuck with the i love yous it could just be generally everything yeah and for people who aren't great at talking or don't know how to voice their opinions or voice their feelings like my dad it's very difficult <laughs> and for someone who really needs words of affirmation like you do sometimes um for someone who's not great at doing that in mm-hmm. general or like feeling being in their feelings, mm-hmm. it's very hard for them to potentially give that person the response that they're looking for. Like you could be wanting, hey, I know you've had a rough day at work. I'm so proud of you. You've been doing a great job. I love you. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. And you say, you know, I I really need some words of affirmation. They're like, oh, yeah, I love you. And you're like, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah, it's like the delivery of the words of affirmation, mm-hmm. isn't it? Not right. just the words, but like the meaning behind it and the delivery. I've, all yeah, of the feeling, right? Mm-hmm. All of the love languages are the feeling behind it. Mm-hmm. You can't do all of these things with nothing behind the action. Mm-hmm. Because either way, all of them are in action. Mm-hmm. Physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, all of them are an action that you are doing. Okay, so let's go into physical touch next. Um, so in in what ways? So when when we went to you, Sarah, you said that like your guys' legs were touching and they're still intertwined. It's super cute. Um, <laughs> well, they can't see. I do want to do a behind the scenes thing, but we'll do that when we're all like made up and stuff. Another time, not not right now. Okay. Like don't a, don't worry. Like a video? Another yeah, we're going to do it another time. Oh. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> um, but so what what are all the different ways that you can incorporate, you know, physical touch um, with your partner? I think it just kind of depends. I mean, there's always like physical touch, like non-sexual physical touch too, like holding hands or just sitting near each other. Um, I think a lot of people don't like to be touched all the time if it's not their love language and they need some space. Um, but if it is, I think a good portion of the time, like you're okay with just being near your person and holding their hand or just kind of rubbing their shoulder or just like being near them. Um, like kissing, physical touch. 
And then I think there's like varying levels of it. Obviously, there's like the romantic touch too that can be very important. But I think the feeling behind physical touch is just like the comfort. For me, it's like the comfortable touching. Like just the like you're hanging out, you're on the couch, you're watching TV, you're cuddled. Or, you know, you're walking down the street and your partner puts their hand on your back kind of physical touch to show you that they care about you. Is that what you think too? You agree? Pretty fair. What what are what are the ones we're missing? Quality time. Quality time. Okay, what's quality time? Um, I would consider quality time, kind of like date night, a okay. little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest word in that is not the time part; it's the quality part. Mm-hmm. Because you can easily just go out on dates. Like I see everybody out right now and they're all on their phones. Right. Almost every single table that I see, there's a couple there and both of them are on their phones. I don't view that as quality time. Right. Or going on a date and then like fighting the whole time or something like Mm -hmm. not having a good time with your spouse when when you're out. That's not quality time. And like that doesn't fill your cup with that need. Right. So, I mean, obviously, like, there are times that, yes, you can go out and just have a normal conversation with your partner, but I do believe that, especially if quality time is high on your list, you should take the time to plan dates for your partner, do things that they like to do, to really emphasize the quality portion of that time, Uh, if you're not doing things that they like doing, then they might not see the quality portion in that time, even though you might. So obviously, well, not obviously, you can't see me. I'm a very (laughs) physical person. I like going out, like being outside. I love hiking. I've been water skiing since I was a kid. I go quadding, shooting, snow skiing, all that stuff. Um finding a partner who does all of those things is ideal because I would like to share that kind of quality time. There are certain things that she hasn't done ever. You know, she's never gone snow skiing. She's never gone water skiing. So the fact that she's willing to try them super high on the book. Mm-hmm. Great that you want to try all of those things. If I can find some things that she likes doing in all of those things, cool, we're good. Because I would like to share that part of my life with you. I would like to have that kind of quality time with you. Just like she likes to go shopping, model home shopping. She likes (laughs) to go to the movies, Mm -hmm. you know, going and doing those things and actually having a good time. That's how I view quality time spent with your partner is doing things that you both enjoy doing and that you are actively participating in them. And and that even if you don't, that you're just there having a good time with your partner. Because sometimes, I mean, you don't have all the same interests, but if you can go and do whatever with your partner or be wherever with them and, you know, just be in that moment with them, I think I think that speaks volumes to quality time. Are we missing any other ones? I think nope. so. Okay. Well, see, I told you guys it went by really fast. Yeah, we're a minute over. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you guys so much for doing this episode with me. And we're definitely going to be doing more episodes. Jordan, you're super excited about that, right? Yeah. (laughs) You guys are so good, though. I love having you guys on the podcast. We love being here. We just go to bed at 730. (laughs) (laughs) And it's way past 730. Well, you guys are like an old married couple. 
Anyways, um, so anybody who's listening, uh, please let us know what your love language is. I still think that I'm all of them. I think me and my spouse do all of them pretty regularly. And it's just super important to kind of incorporate all those things. And you might be that person who, you know, needs those regularly. Or you might just have a few that are super important to you. Um, But whatever it is, let us know what your love language is. Um, Please follow us on Instagram. We have the podcast up on all of the platforms now. We have a YouTube and we have a website. And um, thank you guys so much for listening. So until next time, bye. Bye. See ya.